NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Min $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome in. We are officially putting a bow on week nine of the NFL season, week 10 of college football. Like always, I'm joined by the one and only Dr. Eric Eager, uh, PFF forecast uh, co-host. And Eric, we got to talk a little bit about uh, green line model performance from NCAA and NFL for this past week. So how did uh, the betting models fare? Yeah, I mean, it was a good start for the NCAA. I think the first two days, uh, you know, Maction in general, we were up like seven units. Uh, I think, interestingly, after, I think it was a big week. I think it was the most bets that we had with an edge on close. Um, the whole season was about 90. And ultimately, we finished, I think it was down one-sixth of a unit. Uh, so that was, a, that was quite the ride um, there. Uh, NFL was up about six and a half units on close. Uh, which was good. Uh, the Bears almost coming through with the money line for us. We had like a 1.5% edge, but we did get the, the cover on the, the spread there uh, and over. So that was kind of, uh, you know, that, that was a nice night. And we obviously had Tennessee. Tennessee was George and my lock of the week. We're 7-2 and two on those. Uh, we had the teaser with the Browns and Green Bay. Green Bay teaser, we got a terrible closing line value on, obviously, because of the Rodgers situation. But nonetheless, the Chiefs are the gift that keeps on giving uh, to the the faders in the betting market. So a good week. I, I'm looking forward to another week of Maction. I'm looking forward to uh, another week of this college football playoff shaping up. Um, what say you, Ben? Yeah, definitely. I think it was really interesting. Uh, probably my worst week of betting from a college football perspective all season. It did seem like early in the year, uh, I was kind of getting carried by my college football bets, uh, and NFL was a little bit more of a letdown spot. That was the exact opposite this week. I think NFL was basically uh, all but perfect, except for the Las Vegas Raiders, minus three, not getting it done against the New York Giants. But that was the only uh, real detriment to the NFL weekend, and uh, you know, props were really good as well. So I do think uh, one of my takeaways, I know we talked a little bit about this off-air for the past few days, but especially in college football, uh, not being afraid to bet, uh, you know, the money line under underdogs. I usually gravitate more towards the spread. What do you kind of see from, um, you know, actually betting, uh, you know, the heavy money line dogs uh, in college football as opposed to just taking them on the spread? How do you kind of see the green line model performance from that perspective? Well, I mean, the first, you know, six, seven weeks of the season, there were no underdogs of seven or more points that won outright. 
Um, and you know, you know, just this week alone, you had a number of teams win as dogs. And then, you know, you obviously had the covering, uh, you know, that goes along with that. I mean, for me, it's, it's almost always a situation where, and I do this for college and I do this for NFL. If I like an underdog, um, I will probably, you know, I put, I mean, and I, in all honesty, I, you know, it depends upon the total. Like there are some right. totals where I'll put the same amount on the spread as I do on the money line because the points are worth less. And, and so, you know, it's not actually all that much more risky. Well, it's not more risky, actually, um, if, if you look at it from a, an expected value perspective. But it's even like if you just look at, oh, do I win my bet or not? It's, it's not that much more risky than you think, right? In a game, you know, like Tennessee versus L.A., when the total's 53 and a half on close, like plus seven and a half, those seven and a half points are worth less than the seven points would be worth uh, seven and a half points would be worth if the total was 42. You know what I mean? Like tonight's game. So, you know, maybe on a game like tonight, I'm, you know, I, I basically only bet on Chicago against the spread. I knew, you know, I sort of thought that they would keep it close uh, against a bad Pittsburgh team. Um, you know, even though the money line did have some value, I just, for, you know, I, I mostly like the spread, but in a game that's more, you know, where the, the total's bigger, you do want, you, the more you want to buy into the variance there if you think the underdog has a chance. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you. And, and the thing with college football compared to that to the NFL is I do think it's even more spread out, right? Like uh, looking at the college football game compared to NFL, you know, key numbers aren't, aren't necessarily as key in college football. We do see more widespread distribution of some of those margins in game. So uh, taking more of the money line, especially at those plus prices, I do think is the correct approach long-term. It might not seem like, you know, the more conservative approach, but I do think it's better long-term. So that was kind of not necessarily an epiphany for me, but something that I am uh, definitely continuing to refine in my own betting process. It's kind of, you know, getting more comfortable backing dogs, especially at the college football level, especially in some of those high total games, like you mentioned. So let's see, how are you kind of seeing you know, our futures market, obviously, uh, you know, our NCA simulation was ran today. Check out the NCA power rankings tool. Uh, really interesting uh, kind of setup in the Pac-12, right? Obviously, Oregon, top five team uh, in the college football playoff power rankings has had, you know, the one slip up. We have Utah actually um, as a slight, slightly better percentage chance to win the Pac-12 than Oregon. What do you kind of make uh, of those numbers here heading into week 11? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the the issue that we have, and I I, I almost went into our uh, our, our simulation um, and look and kind of made some adjustments to it because you know for me it was you know it was interesting because um, you know I was not getting the the market numbers on Oregon and I I sent these to you uh, I believe today um, but if you look at you know uh, the market and how it sees this this is DraftKings. I'm actually going to cite Circa here in a second, um, but I do want to talk a little bit uh, about the uh, the you know the actual betting market. So Georgia's minus one ten. That's an implied of fifty two point four. Uh, Alabama is three sixty plus three sixty. That's an implied of twenty two percent. Ohio State's plus four fifty, which is an implied not a, sorry not an implied a break even of eighteen point eighteen percent. And then Oklahoma's fourteen to one. Which is six point seven percent break even, and Oregon is twenty five to one, which is three point eight five break even. Interestingly, we have Georgia at thirty four percent, so we're a little bit under Georgia, and historically that has mostly folded into Oklahoma. Um, 
you know, even though Oklahoma's got a tough road ahead of them, um, you know, we believe in Caleb Williams a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, now it's sort of like we have Alabama at 25%. That, that represents, you know, a, basically a 3% edge for us. So we would almost bet that. Ohio State's 16%. That's minus two. So we would not bet that. Now, Oklahoma's 15%, which is, again, um, you know, that's an 8% edge. We were in the double digits for a while. We like Oklahoma. This past week, though, with Ohio State and Alabama winning squeakers, uh, you know, they do come up a little bit in our simulation. The one that's interesting is we only have Oregon with a 4% chance to even make the college football playoff, let alone win it, whereas the market, the break even and implied are right around three and a half, four percent 4%. It's interesting. It's only a minus three there. Um, that's kind of folded in a little bit to, to Cincinnati, who is 50 to one. That's break even of 2%. We have it at uh, 5%. So we have them with a 5% chance to win it all. So there's a little bit of an edge there. But I, I think the biggest part, and I'm really surprised by this. I thought we were off market when you and I were talking off air. But if you look at our probabilities to win the Pac-12, we have Utah at 53%. We have Oregon at, at 43%. Washington State at 4 and Arizona State at 1%. I look at our friends at Circus Sports, who I consider extremely sharp. They have Utah at minus 109, so the favorite. And Oregon minus 106. Washington State 21 to 1. Uh, Arizona State, 45 to 1. So we have the order right. right. Um, and I was very surprised because to me, the only reason, yeah, Oregon being at four here is basically what? Just them throwing the Pac-12 a bone and, and, and it's saying basically, okay, you're, you're in if you win out. We don't even think you're going to. Um, but, that, but that's, you know, obviously an issue. Utah's path is very clear here to win the Pac-12. They go to Arizona this week. Arizona finally got a win, but they're not very good. They have home to Utah. Our power rankings page, which you can see on uh, pff.com backslash NCAA power rankings, we have Utah basically one point worse than Oregon on a neutral field. Uh, their two losses at the beginning of the season were, were rough and to Mountain West teams, but they've only lost to uh, basically one. what? Oregon State since. Yep. So uh, Tavion Thomas with a number of touchdowns last few games. Like, this is a situation where I do think Oregon gets bumped by Utah in two weeks. Yeah, definitely. That's going to be interesting. So what you so what you're saying is you expect Utah to probably be, you know, a slight favorite at home over number five Oregon, number four Oregon uh, in two weeks here right before Thanksgiving. Is that kind of what you're uh, projecting out right now? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, and, and yeah, I think what, what would you you know, if they're playing in that game, it's what minus two and a half to to Utah. Are you taking or yeah. I see I can't buy I can't buy. Oregon at all it, you know just like you think about it you know this past week and I know there were injuries obviously the quarterback position mat- matters quite a bit right. but Utah State absolutely manhandled Stanford 52-7 that was the team that Oregon lost to in overtime and again the quarterback issue is a thing but it's not you know it's not that big uh, in, in college football so uh, I, I think Utah is sort of ascending I know we, we made some tweets about them early in the offseason that we like them um, I, I think they're probably a value uh, to win the Pac-12 here. Um, you know, at, we have min- minus 109. We have it at 53%, so it's a little bit better, obviously. Minus 110 would be 52.4%. So we see a small edge on Oregon, sorry, Utah, to win the Pac-12. Yeah, definitely, which is, you know, I don't think it, that is necessarily the popular play, but I do think 
uh, it's probably going to be the correct play, especially if you do see Utah probably being that favorite up coming up here. Because like you said, that's basically going to come down uh, to that matchup here on November 20th. So get ready, get set. The Pac-12, very interesting conference. It's only getting more interesting as we head toward the end uh, of the college football season. So let's move on. We got, uh, you know, our favorite coming up here Tuesday, Wednesday, Maction. We got six games happening. Uh, was there any immediate value spots that you saw uh, when PFF NCAA Greenline went up today? Is there any spots that you still think uh, are places that people should be betting on these Tuesday and Wednesday games? Yeah, I mean, so so Tuesday, Akron goes to Western Michigan. Akron's getting 26. It's probably too many. Akron was very live. Uh, you know, Akron's been very live at times this year. Um but, you know, it, it hasn't necessarily, you know, they're obviously not a great football team. Um, but last week against Ball State, they only lost by six. They fumbled into the end zone. They kept our under. So they right. were very much live so last week. They're getting 26 here. Um, you know, we don't necessarily show an edge. We only make it about 25.3 or so. Um, but if, you, if, you, if you're an action junkie and you want it, uh, you know, don't take a total unless you want over. Uh, take the zips. Um, I, I have bet Miami minus seven against Buffalo. I know on our on our uh, app it says seven and a half, um, but you can get some cheap sevens. We make it eight point four, um, so that's one uh, on Tuesday as well. Uh, and then Ohio going to Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan knew what it meant for us last week they as knew it so under well. underdogs. Um, and I think laying six here, Ohio also won outright as a, a, an underdog that PFF liked last week. Um, but I think you know Ohio has just simply not been that good this year. Um, when you look at them, you know, in the passing game, they're averaging negative 0.8 expected points per pass. Eastern Michigan's 0.19, uh, and they got some receivers back last week, and those guys played extremely well. Uh, they moved the football with a plum. Um, so if anything, take minus six there. Uh, if you're a real sicko, if you money line parlay Miami, Eastern Michigan, and Western Michigan, you'll probably get uh, better than plus 100. So that might be something you want to do on Tuesday night. Uh, and then Wednesday is sort of where we have the value. Right. Um, Ball State at Northern Illinois. We did bet at Northern Illinois under last week. It did not hit. Uh, I just talked about how bad Northern Illinois is at football on offense. They're still that bad. This is still 62.5. I think Ball State did play in an under game last week. I, I like Ball State in this game laying the points as well as under uh, in Northern Illinois. Um, ben, what do you think of that game? Right now, you can get 25% off any PFF subscription if you use code betting pod grades and data are live for every single player who logged a snap last week you can go check out the highest graded players from week nine and look to find early value on spread picks and player props for week 10 what all do you get with a pff subscription all of pff's locked article content pff's nfl and college football betting dashboards are grade power projections cover probabilities and betting values zero to 100 grades of every single player including the top rookies on every team we got our player props tool which shows plus minus value for every nfl prop best bets tool shows you the best values for every single play we got our dfs optimizer uh ownership projections and so much more support the pod and use promo code betting pod for 25 percent off any subscription yeah definitely i i i definitely like ball state more at minus two and a half than i do taking under six two and a half just based on uh the pain that i experienced betting action unders last wednesday after uh, we did barely get home thank you to akron uh, on Tuesday night. So uh, I'm definitely still going to take under 62 and a half, but I do think the correct spot 
in this matchup is Ball State. I just think they they are the much better team, fourth overall in our ELO power rankings. We have Northern Illinois ninth overall um, in those same rankings. So I do think you're getting, uh, you know, the better team, uh, the better quarterback and everything. Just a little bit of home field advantage in Northern Illinois' direction, which I think is probably overvalued here. So I definitely like, uh, you know, Ball State at anything before a field goal. Um, but the game that I am most looking forward to, I know we can talk about Toledo Bowling Green in a second, but Kent State, Central Michigan, uh, two teams that we have in the top five uh, in our MAC ELO rankings. Uh, Central Michigan, two and a half point favorites. They got it done for us last week against Western Michigan. I would like to go back to the wall with them this weekend. Anything before a field goal, it is minus 2.5 right now. PFF Greenlight does have a little bit of value on Central Michigan. That might be my favorite bet of these Tuesday, Wednesday college football uh, match and slate. What do you what do you think about that being the best bet uh, that we have available to us? I like it. It also is a hedge, um, you know, against a, a bet that we've had uh, since really early. Uh, right. it, when we used to do this once a week during the offseason, um, we had Kent State, I believe it was over five. Over five, five and, and a half, half, I believe it was. Yep. Yeah, so now they're at five wins. If they win this game, um, obviously the bet cashes. But Kent State does get to go to Akron next week uh, for uh, a game where they'll be you know, heavily favored um, you know, in, in that game. So you don't necessarily have to, to fully hedge this, right? You don't have, if, you, if you want, um, you know, basically, if you bet Central Michigan in this game, you know, minus 137 on the money line or even minus two and a half, uh, and you lose the bet in, in and you follow it along with the season win totals, you'll cash the Kent State Golden Flashes win total ticket. Um, so you're in a nice spot there. I do like that. Total on the game is 75. We make it 73.7, so um, not quite an edge there. Um, remember, those points, the, the further you get out towards 100, the less they each individually mean, right? So even though we're 1.3 points off, it's not really that much uh, right. there. And a lot of that's because Kent State's defense, ninth, uh, in the MAC, you got the first-ranked offense with Dustin Crum, Central Michigan at four, uh, Central Michigan two on defense there. Um, so it, it's going to be a fun game. I I'm so excited for action because you get you know you get a little bit of everything. Thursday night football game this week is probably going to be not very fun. Uh, obviously, we have CFL Friday and Saturday. Um, you know, and, and last but not least, we we do have uh, Toledo Thursday versus, night. Yep, and Toledo versus Bowling Green. Um, this is one where. You know, Bowling Green has beaten Minnesota. They have been more plucky this year than normal. They were kind of a, a, a you know, a road, you know, they were pretty bad for a long time. Toledo coming off of a loss, still the first-rated team in our power rankings per, per uh, PFF ELO in many ways because of their defense, which is first uh, in the MAC. Uh, laying 10.5, I would lay the 10.5 with, with Toledo here on a bounce-back spot. There we go. There we go. I can get on board with that. I do want to talk to you. Really briefly about, you know, the Thursday night college football matchup. I think it might be better than the NFL version that we're going to have on Thursday night. But North Carolina, Pittsburgh, uh, two teams, you know, basically in our top five ACC ELO rankings. Pittsburgh, number one overall team we have in the ACC right now. Six and a half point favorites at home. 74 and a half point total. Uh, I know, you know, Greenlight doesn't really show a ton of value on either of the spreader total. total. Definitely has some lean and direction. Can you stomach taking an under on the 74 and a half here? Are you playing uh, maybe the Pittsburgh Panthers at minus six and a half? Or how do you like this game? Uh, I think one of the biggest donk shows that that Green Lines had in NCAA, which has been a pretty solid year for it, um, has been betting Pittsburgh unders. I think a one hit the other day, but, but there is in no, no way am I, am I going back to that well. 
Um, interestingly here, we have North Carolina was one of our preseason bets to win the ACC. They are all but buried. And in fact, the win that they had against Wake Forest um, was not considered a conference win even. It was uh, sort of this special sort of non-conference showdown, even though they're both in the same conference now. Um, we have Pittsburgh with a 52% chance to, to uh, win the conference, a 1% chance to make the college football playoff. A lot of stupid stuff has to happen for them to make it there. Um, but they are an overwhelming favorite here with NC State 21%, Wake 18%, Wake with a big loss last week, Clemson 4%. So, you know, basically they have to take care of business here. Um, and, you know, it, you know, I, I kind of like North Carolina in this spot. I think that they're a little bit more well-rounded. Pittsburgh not really good at running the football, negative EPA there. UNC is about as good running the ball, which is pretty damn good at 0.1 expected points per play as they are throwing 0.13. So um, even though Sam Howell has not been as good as Kenny Pickett this year, not nearly so, uh, I, I like the UNC, uh, you know, I like UNC here just a little bit. I know our numbers uh, move a little bit towards Pittsburgh, but uh, I, there's sort of a feeling there that I that Pittsburgh's going to melt down on the spot. Yeah, definitely. I can I can definitely get on board with that. Maybe that's the spot you're looking for, you know, uh, in-game spread play. Obviously, if Pittsburgh moves out to like a seven and a half point favorite in-game or something, maybe get an early touchdown or field goal, uh, that could be probably the best spot to back UNC. So that might be how uh, I'm approaching that Thursday night match, but obviously going to be tuned in with that game as well as the NFL Thursday night football game. So we will see we got football basically all week it is the best time of year make sure you check out all the great tools that we have at pff.com nca green lines up for you nfl green lines up for you we got you know player props are going to start trickling in here over the next couple of days as well so make sure you check out all that get on george and eric's you know pff spread picks article pff forecast and all the other great content that we have available for you from ben brown joined by eric eager we appreciate you guys listening to the pff Betting podcast <laughs>